Welcome back to the Crown Club Fall, folks. This is Christian Humes. We are back after a short break in preparation for season two. And with me today is a very special guest, friend of the show, Cade Onder, editor-in-chief of GameZone. Cade, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it is It is fall. In, in real life, not just fall guys, it is fall outside. That's true. I, I really like fall weather. I get to wear my nice clothes, so I'm very, <laughs> I'm very happy. We've been in a bit of a heat wave out here on the West Coast. It's finally about to die down, and I'm excited That's for good. that because it hasn't yeah. yet felt like fall here, but I'm, I'm ready for it to not feel like summer. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. It gets really hot here in Iowa, so I'm, I'm ready for the, the cool weather. I don't like winter, but I do like fall. Yeah, so I, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, so speaking of fall, we're here to talk about Fall Guys. This is the last episode that will take place in the first season of Fall Guys. Um, previously, I mentioned that we'd have a short break on the show. Possibly there'd be a mini update. But since there weren't any major updates between then and now, prior to season two, uh, we had a small break. But here we are on the precipice of tons of new content for Fall Guys. Cade, what do you think so far? I'm just going to get like a general feel for how you felt about season one for Fall Guys. So, yeah, I, I jumped in like the last week it was on the PlayStation Plus sale because everyone had been talking about it. I'm like, I don't want to play this game just because I want to I want to be stubborn. Like, it's just how I get sometimes. I'm like, I'm not going to play this game. I'm not going to commit to the, the trend. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be a bandwagoner. But I was like, ah, God damn it. All right, fine. And so I played it and I was like, oh, this game's great. Like, it is. It's so charming. It's so easy to just get in. You know, I, I really like Call of Duty and stuff, and that's another game that I feel like, as long as you have a basic idea of video games, you can pretty much get in and play. Um, and I like games like that, and Fall Guys does a, a great job of that. And I was just playing, well, last week we were going to record, but things came up and we didn't, but I, my girlfriend was watching me play, and she's like, I want to play. And she doesn't play video games like at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, sure, if you want to play. I'm like, it's kind of hard, but you can give it a shot. And even though she wasn't very good at it, she <laughs> she uh, she loved like playing it. She just wanted to play more and more and more. She kept saying, "Go get me again, like do do it again." And I'm like, "Okay." Um, so I think that it's just such an easy, simple, but really great game that you can keep coming back to. Hundred percent agree. They they definitely split screen multiplayer. Something this game desperately needs. Yes, I agree. That is that is one of also the most requested things for fall guys i mean i've had the exact same experience here and every time uh t my girlfriend every time she it's like oh like it'd be great if we could play fall guys and like i know i still (laughs) haven't added split screen yet um it's it's a real shame because it's kind of the perfect sit down fun multiplayer party game i'm sure there's like limits like the the biggest problem i would imagine is is like doing the local battle royale stuff i'm sure there are a lot of technical hurdles to overcome having like two different players now coming in through the same connection. Mm-hmm. I bet, I bet it's difficult, but I'm sure some, they're going to figure it out at some point. Absolutely. They're going to get it in there. Um, they have shit tons of money now. They can probably figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they'll make sure that it is there by the time it comes to something like Xbox and switch. Cause yeah. once it's on more console, they're going to have to support, you know, local yeah. multi- multiplayer. People are just, Absolutely. they're going to want it too badly. Um, so, I will just say, top of the show, this is the last podcast-only version of Crown Club. I'm finally going to... I originally wanted to launch this as a streaming live show. 
Uh, so next Tuesday will be the first streamed video episode of it, which the podcast will then continue to come out on Wednesdays, uh, the audio version of it. But things like um, Fail Guys, which was an early segment of the show, but now that we've kind of gotten past a lot of uh, classic foils within the game or cheaters, <laughs> things like that, there haven't been any great Fail Guys, and the concept has always sort of been more like, I want to get some of the biggest mess-ups and misses of each week so that's going to be something that works much better on video as i'd wrote, always imagined um now that i actually almost have my like office streaming thing completely set up <laughs> and ready to go which it will be by next week so uh that's very exciting and let's just jump into the news because there's quite a bit of news and updates about fall guys since last time um i will just say tom caswell previous guest on the show he did a small fall guys premier league it was a like sort of community-run Fall Guys contest we did uh, through the Unranked community, his streaming community, some of the Crown Club listeners. Uh, Previous guest, Yonder, ended up winning with 15 crowns. He collected 15 crowns during the allotted time to go and collect crowns. The winner was in the championship. Yeah, it's great. I I haven't won once. I I want to say that. I've never won. (laughs) This is why why you have to listen to Crown Club, because we're here for the hot tips to get the wins. You know, once season two drops, we're going to have, like, the hot tips. Like, okay, here are the new crown levels. Here's the tips on how you get through them. We're going to help you overcome this stuff. That's, that's good. That's, that's what I'm here to do, man. I'm getting a win in season two. I'm getting Absolutely. At least one. Um, well, speaking of, if you want to get, like, wins and you want to get items, you want to get the collectibles, the cosmetics, the fame points right now for the last couple days remaining in season one are doubled so that you can get through their... Fame Pass, which is what they call it instead of the Battle Pass, because mm. they don't want to call it a Battle Pass because you don't have to pay money for it. It's free. <laughs> um, so it's doubled up so you can get to level 40. And one of the things they just mentioned is they are going to be significantly increasing the number of crowns you can unlock from your Fame Pass by 600%. So if I remember correctly, that might be 30 crowns within the whole Fame Pass for the next season. Mm. Mm. It's either 30 or 24. Um, they didn't actually put a number out, so roughly enough for everyone to get a set of like the legendary cosmetics Mm -hmm. so that's awesome so even if you don't win you'll at least be able to unlock something um there's some things you're gonna be able to do with that that you couldn't do before so uh i'm just gonna bring this up so people can see it well so you can see it so we could talk about it um one of the biggest things they're gonna be adding now this was suggested by the community is a costume randomizer so you'll oh, be able to just, like, randomly select all the different stuff. Um, <laughs> do you have, like, a favorite thing that you like to run with when you do play, or do you change it up every time? What's your current cosmetic situation? I wear, like, the hot dog. Yeah? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the hot dog a lot, too. <laughs> when I saw the burger, I was like, okay, well, I'm buying that DLC pack. Yeah, I was like, I can't resist. Because like, I'm just like, I don't want to be like that guy in Fortnite that always wears the default skin. I'm like, uh-huh. I need something. I'll fucking, I'll pay the money for it. So, <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's so good. Um, some people are like really into changing their stuff up every time. I, I often run without any cosmetics on. I just like to do like the patterns to show off the patterns and the colors. Yeah. So like, but cool. then every, and then I get bored of that. And I'm like, okay, here we go. New cosmetics. Uh, all the new medieval stuff looks really great. So that's pretty exciting, and I'm kind of pumped for that. Um, so one of the other things you'll be able to do is going to be something called nameplates in the new season. 
which nameplates are going to be sort of like right now you have fall guy and a number because they are still working on yeah. solving the naming system because people were kind of taking advantage of it um, <laughs> and messing things up for everyone else by making them say terrible things or making it say uh, incredibly long names that then would like fill the screen up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. But they're going to be doing nameplates, which will basically be below your Fall Guys name and you can like unlock and purchase these nameplates that will be like Rookie or like Fall King or things like that. Awesome. Uh, some of them will be community base like the fall king um inventor blades the streamer who has <laughs> i think at this point he might have 700 crowns or more that's a, that's insane it is insane <laughs> it is insane it's wild but i think that's like another fun it's so far season two a lot of the stuff they've shown off is cosmetic based so yeah there's a lot of like giving you drip feed like each week when you're playing you'll have something new we can unlock um there was actually a player this this last week who hit a thousand crowns. So there are a lot of people way up there. I'm waiting for official uh, stats to be added because now I don't know my number because I haven't been tracking it anymore. But uh, I know it's around forty. But that's you know that's nothing now. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know how people get so good at one game. Like I just I don't understand it. Like well, or you just keep playing it. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You know, it is it is a time-based thing. So what I'll say is, and this is something we've mentioned on the show before, once you crack your first crown, it becomes infinitely easier. It is a mental thing, like yeah. most games, you know? Um, sure. What's your experience with Smash Brothers? I gotta be honest. I, like, I, I don't understand Smash Brothers. I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> what the goal is, because most fighting games, it's like, just knock the person out, like, kill the other person. Right. And in that game, it's like, push them off the edge and sometimes they come back up i'm like oh what and there's like percentages i'm like i don't understand what any of this means i i just never really paid much attention to it i'm probably sound really stupid but like it, it's just like as a core concept like it sounds interesting it's just i've never been able to wrap my head around it because i'm a little too dumb <laughs> so here's the interesting thing about that is i would like in this game most to Super Smash Brothers when it comes to the sort of, like, skill curve. Mm -hmm. It's very... Like, anyone can pick up Super Smash Brothers, never played a fighting game, and possibly win, or at least hold mm -hmm. their own. Um, unless they're going against a pro, of course. Yeah, like, unless you're sure. trying to, But a lot of people look at this game, and they'll say, like, why are we trying to make this into an eSport, make it competitive? And I don't... There is sort of this idea that, because it has the veneer of something that is accessible to everyone, and it's playful, that it's not competitive. Sure. But I think... That like Smash Brothers because it's actually got a lot of simplicity to it, but it's precise. It's yeah, um, yeah, it can be very competitive. You just have to. It is very much just like learning. Like mm -hmm. it's about learning like what things not to do because a lot of the times you'll lose in this. It's because it's like a lack of patience. It's like a lot of yes. times you feel like you're Absolutely. under the gun, so you, you just have to make the wrong decision. Whereas yeah. if you if you become familiar enough with the levels, you know to like wait and when to go. Because you know you'll be okay. So it is. I think it's just a matter of time. You just got to get a couple more hours, and then you'll be you'll be picking up those crowns. Yeah, my that was the thing with my girlfriend. She just didn't. She just thought it was a mad dash to the finish line. And in a way, it is. <laughs> but like, there's that's not going to probably get you the win. You know, like you could possibly if you're really fast and you're like really precise. But she, especially on the level of like the teeter totters, the colored teeter totters. She just didn't understand that you're supposed to wait and you can't like go on when everyone else is on it. And she just kept falling. I said, I don't get it. And I'm like, have you ever used like a teeter totter before? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's 
it's definitely a game of patience and and kind of knowing when to be smart and when to let the dumb people go in front of you. It's hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, hundred percent. If you get stuck in that crowd and you fall, especially now, earlier in the game when it first came out, everyone was around the same skill level, so yeah. you were able to screw up time and time again and still recover and make it through the level. Whereas now yeah. you don't get as many mistakes because no. people know how to play the course. So yes. if you screw up two or three times, there's a good chance you might not make it because most people aren't going to screw up less than that. Yeah. And what, what I do appreciate is, like, for for someone like her, it, you can just... It's, it's very basic. The map is built in a way that you can move through it very mm -hmm. straightforward. But then if you begin to learn the map, like you said, there's little, little things. If you, if you want to feel risky, you can, like, you know, bounce up the things and do all these weird little moves that... Maybe I don't know if they were intended that way, but they work that way. And you can really take the ones that weren't it. intended that way have been yeah. patched out. Oh, really? Okay. There have been exploits oh. that have been patched out, which That's weren't. Good to know. Yeah, like slime <laughs> climb. I used to always grab onto the moving walls, which you can no longer do. Um, <laughs> so it turns out that was one you were. But I, I never actually take the jump on slime climb. A lot of people do it. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe I will if I'm in the front of the pack when it starts, but if I'm not, I never do because the odds of someone else screwing you up <laughs> yeah. are so high. And if you miss that, that slime hits that first bottom platform so quickly. Mm -hmm. It's it's like it's not worth it. You can just no. walk right around it. No problem. <laughs> There's a large amount of risk versus reward in this game. Oh, yeah. Big time. So that that is kind of the the thing, which is why I think for you, this is a great time for you to like really dig into it because yeah. with season two starting, all of the new levels, everyone's going to be at the same skill. It's true. So are they are they phasing out the old ones? No, they're going to keep them in, and kind of like the last mid season update, they're going to continue to roll out updates. Not all of the levels from season one got mid season updates where there are randomizers. Um, so they're going to continue to add more randomizers to levels gotcha. to change them up as well. But the goal that they have is to just continue to roll in new maps and possibly update old ones. Uh, you know, their hope is to get up to at least like a hundred maps over time, which will probably take a very long time, wow. but then yeah. you'll be replaying them less and less. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, there's more variety and stuff. So that's good. Um, yeah. let's take a look at two maps, because this is basically the main thing to talk about today. We're going to look very quickly at Wall Guys, and then we're going to talk about Night Fever, which was the newly revealed map by IGN. Um, there's going to be a lot more to talk about there than Wall Guys, which we've seen in the trailers, but, uh, Wall Guys is a new type of race map where you're going to have to continue to scale walls, so, like, each section of the race you and your team are going to have to move blocks to work together to get onto the next section, which is raised. Um, this one looks like it might be free-for-all versus teams, but they have yeah. shown different versions of this. What are your thoughts so far on this sort of collaborative kind of uh, new race type that they're going to have? This looks like a nightmare <laughs> in the best way possible, but like, I just know... like. I've played the egg game with people, and they just, oh my god, there's, some people are just, not to be mean, but they're so stupid. Uh -huh. I just, I don't know if yes. I trust people. <laughs> like, um, if, if it is like a free-for-all, it's also pretty scary, but if it is team-based, I think that's probably even scarier. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of dig it. Like, is this going to be the full, however, it's like 40-something, right? 
40 players, 40 something players, or 60? 60, yeah. I mean, 60, they, so they yeah. didn't tell us which count this works for because some maps obviously don't show up in the first round. Yeah. It's like depending yeah. on the map, they have like a minimum, maximum player count. Um, this definitely looks like it could be a starting, if not secondary level. It could be yeah. an elimination, but it has a race. It has like a, a race course at the end. So my guess is. I, I actually wouldn't be surprised. That's an interesting point. I wouldn't be surprised if this was not a 60-person one because it could be too hectic. Yeah, but just looking at the players on this little trailer you're showing me, there's definitely a little less, and it, it yeah. seems like it's consistent amount like here, and it's not just like cutting between different points. Um, it definitely seems like there's probably like 20-ish, maybe mm -hmm. even a little less. So, yeah, maybe that comes later in. Um, but, yeah, this looks actually really fun. Um, I just hope that I can trust other people. <laughs> yeah, same. Totally agree. One one other thing I noticed by looking at this, and maybe it's just the theming of it, but it looks like they've they're putting in even more like detail to this map and to all the new maps. Yeah, like, visually on the background yeah. and on the textures and on the items. Like these boxes have new patterns we haven't seen. Even like the way the grass has the different patterns on it on the mm -hmm. floors. It it looks visually even more appealing than a lot of the first season content does. Yeah, you're right, and this is definitely heavily leaning into that medieval stuff too that we've already seen. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I, I I wonder again, just like how they're going to continue to expand this game over time with other themes. Like, are we going to see like sci-fi stuff? Or, oh, definitely. Or I, I really hope so. I, do, I hope they do, like, really, really sports. cool outlet. Sports would be really... Can you imagine, like, soccer, baseball, mm -hmm. stuff like that? It's, like, really outlandish, but, like, grounded in reality kind of stuff. I would love to see that. Well, we're going to get to it, because I know uh, I definitely... I asked you for a suggestion earlier on, so if you have any yeah. ideas for things you want to see, we're going to talk about that after we talk about um, the next map. But one of the main things that they're going to do to expand this game pretty much everything we're seeing in Season 2 came from community suggestions. So their Discord is the number one place to go. So uh, we're going to do a lightning round. I'm going to give you five of the community suggestions that have gone through their Discord already just to see what cool. you think about them. Um, yeah. But it's it's such a brilliant thing. I say this every week on it. Check out the Fall Guys Discord because you can go make a suggestion. It'll go into their suggestion channel, and then everyone gets to vote on it. And if it has a high enough positive vote, it gets sent to the developers for consideration it's a brilliant concept that they have i'm glad that they're actually like using that instead mm -hmm. of just because I, I think there are a lot of developers who are like well, let us know your feedback and then you don't really see it applied at least not in a meaningful way so it's it's nice that they're actually like genuinely taking it into consideration yeah and they're very good at it the one thing i'd say is you want to go there early in the morning if you're living in america <laughs> because since it's run and you know this game is made uh in the uk Whenever the suggestion box gets too full, they will, like, close the channel until enough <laughs> of them get votes. And by the time, usually I go to look at it during, like, a normal time, Pacific time here on the, on the West Coast, <laughs> it's, a, it's always closed. Because they're like, okay, we've hit 2,000 suggestions. Like, we're not <laughs> opening any more up until people go and vote on the ones that are here. Um, which tells you, like, how engaged it is. Yeah. Because it's, it's just phenomenal how much people want specific things. And all of them are kind of being heard and being seen. Um, so we're going to talk about the biggest game map that was just shown off by IGN. It's called Night Fever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think this is like really, so for me, Slime Climb is my absolute favorite map. Mm -hmm. This looks a little bit like that, but also it kind of looks a little bit like 
any of the race courses mm-hmm. because slime climb is an elimination. It's not, you know, every single person can make it through slime climb, whereas sure. this actually has a finish line. So this is still going to have, I mean, it, it's likely still going to have, um, like, the possibility of only certain amount of people getting through it. But it, the yeah. skill level of this looks very difficult. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things flying around, a lot of things trying to knock you off. It's definitely more than just, like mad dashing through like we said this is going to be one of the ones that tests your patience and stuff i, I love the whole like they slide down the slime that i like that it's really fun um but yeah this looks like it's probably going to cause a lot of frustration but i kind of dig it like and i like the little holes in oh, the, yeah. the little runway so that you know even if you are running through and you manage to avoid getting hit you still have the chance of falling through <laughs> uh, there's a lot of little cool obstacles here i really like this when they first showed off season two, they did a trailer, and during the trailer, they had these series of like diagram maps that are very cool little dioramas. Which I gotta yeah. tell you, man, Fall Guys dioramas would be so perfect for Lego. That it would <laughs> oh, be you're brilliant. right. It'd yeah. be so brilliant. Um, this is one that was actually flashed during that trailer, but they didn't show the game. It just flashed uh. by, and Tom and I went through. And, like, we talked about, like, possibly what all of these things could be. But actually getting to see it now, like, yeah. the series of different, you know, instead now instead of wrecking balls, it has these giant blades <laughs> that are swinging by you. You know, the different sort of, like, guillotine-like blades. Um, but then the big thing they, like, are talking about now is Thick Bonkus. Have you heard about Thick Bonkus yet? No. Okay. So... <laughs> One of the big things that happened during the mid-season update was called Big Edis. And Big okay, Edis yes. is the giant hammer, and it's kind of electrified, and it has been added to different maps. And if it's on there, it can eat you, which yeah. can be good or bad. And they allowed the community <laughs> to help name the new one, which is the giant uh, rolling spike <laughs> spinner. It, I mean, it's got everything on it. It's a spinner yeah. that also hits into kind of like the... <laughs> The wrecking balls, and it's got spikes on it. So they're calling it Thick Bonkus now. I love it. <laughs> it's great. These guys are great. I mean, there's there's nothing about this game so far that has been um, anything but just, like, fun. And in a year yeah. where I think it's, like, hard to find, un- like, unadulterated joy, like, Fall Guys it, is a great thing to have around. No, absolutely. It is the level of relief that we needed, I feel like in the best way possible, came at the best time. Um, did you did you talk about the inside of the Fall Guys on, on your last episode? I'm not sure if you recorded since that was oh, shown. Oh, no. You know what? I almost did a mini episode for that, but yeah. because that was the only, like, real information, I'm glad you just brought that up. <laughs> we may as well touch on it. What did you think about um, the horrifying reveal oh, of the sort God. of, like, bird-like humanoid creature inside of fall guy so weird but like again it's just so stupidly fun like they're not like (laughs) it it just shows the amount of ridiculousness to this like combined with the weird answers they've given about the game and like the lore and the universe it's just i don't (laughs) it's it's everything i would make me really uncomfortable by but like then you have the pretty colors and all that. And it just doesn't make any sense, but I love it. Um, it's it's genuinely disturbing, though. With, like, the eyelashes are inside of the eyes, and their eyes are, like, 
I don't even know. They're like connected to like tissue that are. It's a <laughs> in bit xenomorphy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it really is. Um, and their hands are all big, but their spines are bent, and doesn't look like they have any genitalia. <laughs> it's really bizarre. Well, so actually, you just raised an interesting point because. Yeah. They have said in the past that Fall Guys are essentially, like, popped into being at the start of your match. Yeah. And then disappear from reality afterwards. <laughs> so, I suppose that does at least help explain how they reproduce. It's, it, yeah. they're, they're more, um, gosh, I don't even know what the correct word would be, but they're... Are they asexual? Because... They are, but like there's there's something there's something more powerful manifesting them into yeah. reality. It's sort of yeah. the way their lore works. They're also six feet tall, which is kind yeah, of horrifying. It's crazy. I like them better when I thought they were tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the can you imagine like you know how when you go to like the mall or something or Disney World and there's like big giant you know SpongeBob or Mickey Mouse mm -hmm. costumes and one of these just walked up inside walked up <laughs> not walked up inside of you walked up to you um, and you know, instead of thinking, oh, it's just a person in the costume, you just had to think, oh, oh my no. God, what is going on in there? <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, one of the other pieces of interesting trivia I recently learned is that there is, there's, like, audience noise in the background, but it's not, there's no one watching. It's just, like, pumped in, like, the MLB games and stuff. Well, <laughs> like, so it's, it's supposed really to be a weird. TV show. Yeah. So that's that's one of the the things. It is supposed to be a TV show. In fact, one of the best suggestions that's ever they've ever had for the game, and a lot of people keep asking for it. Uh, so it has mm -hmm. been passed on to the devs at least for approval, is for a sort of like betting platform within it. <laughs> because if you are eliminated, you can still watch the show, but there's not a lot of yeah. incentive to unless your teammates are in it. So what yeah. if you could at the start of each round place your bets on who you think is going to make That'd it into awesome. it, and they could just make it so you can only bet the kudos you've accrued from that round. Yeah. That would be well, awesome. GTA five has a similar thing with races. Yes. Um, where you can, you can bet on yourself or you can bet on other people. Yes. Um, so I think like that is definitely, and it, it lists their odds. I think it's based on how much they win and lose. So, I mean, that that's definitely like not out of the remote possibility. It would fit really well. Is yeah, the other absolutely. Thing. So 100%. I, you know, this guy is creepy. The The inside of this thing is weird. But, um, hey, man, more power to you. I, I appreciate how wild their social media still gets to today. Yeah. Would you rather have not known that? <laughs> I liked I liked the fan version. I mean, there's been a lot of fan versions of what it could be. But the best one ever was, like, this girl inside, like, crouched inside. And it's like a mech <laughs> that she's driving. <laughs> and that one was really cool. I That's wish that cool. had been the canon answer versus this. I mean, the, the the crazy thing about this is they didn't make this because people were tweeting about what's inside it. This was made mm -hmm. during the concept art at yeah. some point, like possibly <laughs> as a joke. But like it was made up at some point by them ahead of time. So he was like, I, actually, I we kind of know what's that, in there yeah. if you want to see it. <laughs> it's cruel. It's, it's very cruel. It really is. Oh, man. Um. All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna move on to the community suggestions. I've got five different community suggestions for you and see what you think about them. Okay, gotcha. So all of these have been uh, submit and approved. So by a larger percentage than anything, it's been voted up to be sent to the devs. This first one came from Nanny, 
Uh, this is a level suggestion, and it's a level where everyone's dropped onto the top of a mountain made of ice and snow. Everyone has to race to the bottom, avoiding obstacles like piles of snow, snowmen flying, snowballs, uh, all of which <laughs> knock you over, but not for long. The beans are also spread out around the circumference of the mountain, allowing every bean to have a little bit more personal space than in most races. Yeah, I actually really like that. Um, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just a sucker for sledding in general, just in real life. <laughs> but, you know, they have a very penguin-like look to them, right? Like, they could definitely, oh, yeah. they could definitely, like, kind of give you, like, some penguin outfits for, like, the Christmas season or something. And just, whoosh, <laughs> just sliding down. That'd be super cool. There's more momentum to that other than just, like, you know... A lot of it is, like we said, like pausing, being patient. Like this mm-hmm. would, if it was like sliding down a mountain, I think that would be even more interesting. Maybe there are ways to stop yourself, but more of a kind of just navigating more obstacles in a faster way. I think that'd be really interesting. I will say like this is definitely one of the most common suggestion types I see is for levels that have a sort of sliding mechanic. So my <laughs> guess is that it's definitely going to come at some point or another. Yeah, I, I love sliding in video games in general. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves about Call of Duty is that they have a sliding in it, but if you slide down, like, a slope or a hill, it stops at a predetermined point no matter what you're on. And I don't like that for some reason. It just bothers me. But, like, Apex Legends, if you go down a hill, you go down the whole hill. It's just super satisfying. I just love sliding in games. And Uncharted and all that stuff. Like, that's always really fun. So I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, I'm totally into that as well. I think the best way for them to do it with Fall Guys is to either make it um, map-specific because it has snow on it or, like, yeah. tile-specific if it's, like, this is a slide. Like, when you're yeah. on the slide, you slide, <laughs> like, yeah. with the slime going down, but not adding. Like, I don't actually want them to add an extra button to the Fall Guys. Yeah, me neither. I think it's perfect how simple it is now. You can make more objects you can interact with by using the grab button, but I don't want them to add, like, a duck option or anything like that. Because then the skill ceiling suddenly becomes much higher just for, like, where it starts. Yes, especially because maybe other maps aren't necessarily designed for that already, you know? And then you kind of have to be like, ooh, how does this break other maps because of this new mechanic we've added? Totally agree. Totally agree. All right, let's, let's hop on to another one. So this is a variation on Hoarders from Nerdy Lindsay. Uh, and she wants to see what happens if you try to have the least amount of balls in your area to distinguish the variation of balls. Could be kind of like being jinxed, which the jinxed map, I think, is a bad map, and I think it's a good game type. It's the one that's kind of like Infection from Halo. Um, mm. What do you think about that? Where you, It's basically like anti-Hoarders, anti-egg you know, egg scramble. It's instead of having the eggs or the balls you want to get rid of them oh so you're trying to put yours into someone else's yeah oh that's actually really interesting yeah because right now it's usually just like people are just like in one little pit right mm-hmm. and they're trying to like pull from other people's uh, like the most or whatever but oh that'd be interesting it's a it's but, the perfect way to change it up too yeah it is i'm trying to think of like if there's any flaws to that, though, like I'm just trying to work my brain around that, imagining that. Cause... I don't think I don't think there necessarily are, and I think the best thing about yeah. it is you, you. They don't even need to change the map. Like when it pops no, up, they no. could have it just be one of those things that like it's like plastered over and it basically. says yeah, it's like inverted <laughs> instead. Like they can yeah. call them inverted maps, like a mirror mode almost. So that's that's huh. a great simple suggestion. Yeah, it's, that's really simple. Yeah, which that's like. The simple suggestions are awesome, pro- probably like a lot of the best ones, especially for the developers. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, that's really interesting. 
Yeah, it's probably not too difficult to change. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, they could keep the game exactly the same and probably just, like, you just change the win condition to being the team with the most balls loses instead yeah. of the team with yeah. the least balls loses. Yeah, that's totally true. And it's, yeah, I actually really like that. <laughs> so, um, all right. So here is another one. It's a survival minigame where there are a bunch of tiles in a 4x4 four four pattern, and obstacles would come out of those platforms, and you need to dodge all of them. Um, so imagine kind of like the memory matching game, but mm. instead of like having to stay on the tiles that have fruit, which are very easy, there's actually something that is flinging objects out towards those different tiles and they're going to be like dropping as well as you play so everyone's kind of moving closer and closer together as there are less and less tiles and also still having to avoid these objects oh so the the objects being thrown at you aren't related to the ones that you're matching they're just like well this is no matching but think of like sort of um so right now they have jump club where it's like everyone's on the circular platform system yeah and in the jump showdown, the platforms also start dropping. It's mm-hmm. like that, except instead of there being a spinner and a circular grid, there's, there's a four by four you. grid, and something's launching objects at you. Okay. Yeah. Again, that's like another like simple implementation because not as simple, but like you know, a lot of the groundwork is already laid for that. You know, there's a lot of maps kind of built around that, and they can they can work around that. Like again. Pretty much everything is already there in the game. They just have to add it into one map and mode. Totally. Um, All right, so I've got two more for you here. Uh, Let's grab one that is... This is... I always like these just because they're not even gameplay related, which I think it's just so cute how people are... They're so into the game that they're coming up with stuff that's completely non... It's not even cosmetic related. This is an achievement. <laughs> Llama wants this achievement. They just think it would be fun to have this as an achievement. Um, they call it high above the rest. Win a game of hexagon where you end on a layer above the bottom layer. What's hexagon? Hexagon is the one that's 16. It's the final. It's a crown level. And there's um, all these different layers of... It's like a honeycomb of tiles. And as oh, you step on them, okay. they drop. So yes. this is saying you have to win on hexagon where you land on a layer where you end on a layer above the bottom so basically you have to win not on the bottom layer you need to like <laughs> you need to actually have won above because the everyone else one. basically failed yes basically what happened or you've just done <laughs> incredibly well <laughs> i like that too people are really creative like a lot of you know people say there's no idea men in video games and stuff it's not a job but i wish i wish there was because mm-hmm. <laughs> these ideas well, are very i mean i guess i guess other than like the director of the game or like the yeah you know like outside of, there's like one or two <laughs> you know <It's> like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this is the perfect game like it, this game i truly believe has the kind of legs that something like minecraft could have especially if like yeah. imagine in the future they start doing community made maps mm. you know like if they build a map maker into it there's no reason that they couldn't build even like a rudimentary one where you can just have sets of different uh, obstacle types and you can just like lay them out in an order or even a procedurally generated uh, yeah. tile maps. So there's well, there's a lot of cool stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. That, that was going to be my thing. Like I kind of suggested for my wanted feature or whatever. But like 
I don't know how much you ever played of like Halo custom games. Oh, but people, yeah, th- that stuff is so fun. Like I mm-hmm. missed Halo Reach and Halo Three mm-hmm. because of that. Because even though it was just here's the basic groundwork of Halo and just go wild, people created some of the most fun stuff I've ever played in a video game to this day. Like I spent so many hours playing uh halo reach custom games with my friends i remember there was like a one where it was just a slope just one big slope and there were vehicles at the top and there were people at the bottom and uh there were it was basically two teams one team was driving the cars down and trying to kill the infected at the bottom and they were at they had like gravity hammers and they were trying to destroy your trucks heck yeah Meanwhile, the momentum of these trucks was so fast. It was just boom, boom, boom. It was just so fun. And they'd get teleported back up to the top each time. And so they'd go faster and faster every time they teleport. It was so cool. That's So what's funny is actually one thing I want to do, and I bet someone's done it already. I'm going to try and I'm going to look for this before next week's episode. If I do find any, I'll talk about it. But I bet someone has made Fall Guys style levels at this point in Halo 5. The Halo Five Forge oh, map yeah. makers, nuts. The kind of stuff. Isn't it? I've never, I've never played anything. Oh, in it's it, but it's so good. I've actually, I'm anything as a level maker, I go deep into. Um, yeah. I made a map in Halo Three. We called it Man Cannon, and then I ended up remaking it in Halo Four. Uh, sorry, Halo Reach, and then Halo Four, and then Halo Five. So I'm gonna have to do it again. <laughs> Who knows when Infinite comes out? But it's um, did you ever play Unreal Tournament? Uh, the map facing worlds like a very classic it's like one of the most classic first person shooter maps and it was just two sort of castles across from each other with like a bridge in between but back then everyone would use the teleporter gun as well so people were just flying Mm -hmm. between the two the whole time (laughs) so i essentially made two floating tiered like runways that they're just long runways that have sort of like a sniper tower in the middle but then there are a Mm -hmm. series of man cannons on the sides and in the center on the top and bottom platforms that you just launch back and forth between. So we're just like firing back and forth between these things going <laughs> after each other. I, I remake them all the time, but now so cool. you can do like moving ops objects and switches and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I've been thinking about like, Ooh, I should make a fall guys styled map within halo. We also think about like dreams, right? Oh, that's yes. That is, you could literally replicate. Someone has dreams, done that, especially not surprised. <laughs> like, <laughs> someone has done that. Um, dreams is insane, and I'm really yeah. excited for PS5 so that I can. I yeah. want to see PlayStation Five version of Dreams because having a lot more uh, memory runway will allow people yeah. to make absolutely incredible things in that game. Oh my god, yeah, it's gonna be great. That's that's something I'm very excited about. Um, all right, here's the last one. Party UI elements. This came uh, from Jiro. A little HUD for each player in your party. It would be. Uh, it would show what place they have qualified, whether they've been eliminated, disconnected, or they're spectating or back in the lobby. Under the name can be the nameplate tiles or hexagons representing how you're doing in the current show. This way, you can keep track of all your friends while playing. This could also be minimized or hidden. And during spectating, it would show you what button to press to switch uh, while watching them. So basically, just like a way to track all your friends in your party what they're doing, how they're doing, so you can kind of monitor what's actually going on. Yeah, I would much appreciate that, because my biggest thing is, like, there's so many people in the game that it's it, you're basically flipping through and just trying to hope that you find them, but also there's a good chance that people look identical to your friends, depending right. on what they're wearing. Um, and also just knowing when they leave and stuff, because right now I've had many games where 
I'm still spectating because I think they're still in there. And then there's mm-hmm. like, Kate, I've been waiting for you for like five minutes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would be a great quality of life kind of improvement. Heck yeah. Um, so these were all good suggestions today. We didn't have any sinkers today. I mean, even even with the approved ones, sometimes you hear them and then you're like, actually, I don't like this. This would, <laughs> this would actually kind of mess with things. I, so it's always kind of fun to go through and see what we get. Uh, let's finally end, Cade, on what you would like to see in the game. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of already touched on, like, the, the map maker and stuff, but going back to, like, other modes, definitely, like, a sports themed thing like mm. i didn't even think about that until we started talking about it like there's a lot of cool ideas from like football and basketball and even maybe like racing like race cars or something um maybe like a tank mode i don't know like Ooh. i would love to see like tanks you know just like you have to get into tanks and just kind of either shoot people off or even push people off like there's a map in gta 5 where you have to bulldoze people off of a platform <laughs> imagine if you just had bulldozers and fall guys and had to push everyone off um just stuff like that just there, there's really no limit to what you can do with fall guys it's so simple yet the game is so well designed that you can do about anything with it mm-hmm. maybe besides like shooting people with guns like i don't know if they'd ever add something like that but the 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 limits are very What's the word? I don't even know. But like, there aren't many limits, you know. Totally agree. Definitely, the the imagination can run wild with this game. The best way that they could add any kind of gun-like thing would to be sort of a a colored slime, sort of like spin on Splatoon. Oh yeah, right. Like it's basically like you and your team have to you know color the most space on the map, (laughs) and then it's everyone like has different color slimes. That would be. A really cool way for them to implement that into this That'd game. Be super cool. Um, uh, you know what? Because you just mentioned the race, and I was just like, "Is there anything else like do at races?" One thing everyone keeps asking for is when you lose and you're on that screen, you see your guys get kicked off. Everyone falls into that sort of like plinko thing. They don't <laughs> actually have any falling levels yet. But imagine if you know how that's kind of two dimensional. What if they built yep. sort of like two dimensional style courses where it's a vertical platformer and everyone has to like go up? Think like Donkey Kong Country, like. Uh, two style like there's the poison like this the slime is coming up and you have to go up you have to scale this wall like yes. via 2d platforming you know i just previewed a game earlier this summer i forget what it was called like mystic no that was the name of the developer i i don't remember what it was called <laughs> um but it was made by the guy who did dj hero and mm. he he made this game where you play as these little vinyl pops, not too dissimilar from um, Fall Guys, and it has this like blockchain metagame thing to it. It's very interesting. And a lot of the game revolves around these player-created levels. And one of the things they had was like a 2D level where you're platforming, kind of like how you described. And then at one point, the camera turns into 3D, and oh. the map then goes into 3D once you get to a certain point. It's really cool. Um, so I could definitely see something like that implemented here because um, it, it plays very similar to fall guys on that level specifically oh that sounds awesome i want to check that out yeah. that yeah. sounds great um well hey do you have any last thoughts before before we go and before season two kicks off any any last things that maybe you wanted to say about fall guys no not nothing other than like what a time for this game to come out mm-hmm. because it's such a great 
you know, relief, like I said. It's it's a party game where everyone is, you know, mostly stuck inside and everyone just wants something to play. And outside of some single player stuff like Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima this summer, there wasn't really a lot to play. And I don't think there is even right now. Like we're still kind of waiting for like the big games to come. I mean, it's um, it's weird because I feel like I mean, like Star Wars came out. Yeah. You know, but I feel like it's just everything just feels so crazy also every day that, that it's like it's just <laughs> yes. hard to pay attention. And I think it everyone's really also waiting for the new consoles. It's like, oh, yeah. like I want to play Star Wars and I'm excited to play it and I know it's going to look beautiful. But I like weirdly also just I want to play it on my next gen system. No, I'm, I'm totally with you. Uh, so like it's been this great consistent thing to just go and it's it's not stressful. I mean, it can mm-hmm. be if you're really into it, but like. I don't see it as stressful. I don't really care if I win or lose. There's no it. When I played PUBG and stuff when that was out, I I just always would find myself getting so angry if I lost. <laughs> but in this game, if I lose, I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I'll just go back in and play again because it's very quick and it's it's you know in PUBG I wasted like a half hour and then mm-hmm. I get shot in the back from somewhere. And I'm like, I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> and in this game, I'm like, well. Something hit me off of a platform, and that's kind of stupid, but whatever. I'll, I'll try it again. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And um, I, I think as the game stands right now, not being free-to-play is part of why it's such a good game, because it's not, like, monetized the heck out of. So, like, you can yeah. you can play this game infrequently. You don't have to play it all the time, and you can rack up a lot of kudos, and you can unlock a ton of stuff with by just playing even, like... A handful of times every week you don't have to mm-hmm. play it constantly to actually unlock everything so yeah i and that's a, that's a good point i never feel out of the loop despite the fact that i don't play it like a ton i do enjoy playing it but i have so much stuff going on that i can't always play it right but when i do play it i don't feel like oh man what the hell is this like every time i play Fortnite, if i ever go back to that game there are sometimes like six months between me playing it i'm like there's what now like aquaman's in the game now iron man's in the game yeah, yeah. what is all this stuff like <laughs> and there's there's all these weird things going on constantly and i do appreciate that there is so much newness to that game but eventually i just feel so disconnected from games right because i can't follow them as consistently as they may want me to and that's that's why i think not adding and hopefully they don't ever or if they do they're very careful with how they do it but not changing the core mechanics of the game and just adding new courses and obstacles slowly i mean their seasons are about 60 days long and they do like a mid-season update as we just last saw that added modifiers but other than that it's not like over the last two months the game has completely changed you can still recognize everything yeah exactly it's it's still it's still fall guys it's Mm -hmm. not Fall Guys Shadow Fall no. or whatever they are <laughs> with these other games. Like, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> totally. So, yeah, I, I really appreciate the consistency with the game. Well, awesome. I really appreciate you coming on Crown Club this week. Cade, tell the fine folks at home how they can keep in touch with you or check out your writings. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm at Cade underscore Onder on Twitter, uh, C-A-D-E underscore O-N-D-E-R. And then um, you can go to GameZone.com. We'll have all sorts of next-gen reviews and stuff like that coming in November. And uh, lots of coverage. I'm, I'm going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. When, when like, December comes around and I can, like, rest for the holidays, I'm going to be, like, 
I'm going into hibernation because I'm gonna be wiped out. But uh, I'm really excited. Like I'm, I'm so excited. We're just about a month away from PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X, so I'm super excited. Awesome. I'm very excited as well. Uh, you can catch me at Christian underscore Humes at uh, Twitch.tv slash The Chooms C H O O M S. Uh, that's where I will next week be doing Crown Club live via Twitch unless something changes, and then I will announce that on my Twitter. So we will see you next week. Thank you again for following with us, everybody.